Welcome to Think Again with L. Nathan Hare, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. If you would like to participate on today's program, call now, 803-1520. That's 803-1520. All right, here we go. Think again, think again. Welcome to our topic discussion program, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Western New York, still fighting the war on poverty, now in our 53rd year. Uh, each week, we talk to you about issues, events, and trends affecting you right here and right now in Buffalo and the Western New York community, and in fact, connecting to communities all across the country. I'm your host, L. Nathan Hare, President and CEO of the Community Action Organization. Make us a part of your Saturday every Saturday at ESPN 1520 AM on your dial from 11 o'clock to 12 noon each week. Now, today's program is live, so you can call in, you can join our discussion, hope that you will. Our number here again is 803-1520. That's 803-1520. And of course, it's just a bunch of news <laughs> in the course of today's, uh, or this week. But I want to kind of lay out something for you, sort of a thought um, piece for you, and then get you guys to react to that as we talk about other things uh, today. Do you remember that President Trump started claiming to his faithful so-called base that the Access Hollywood tapes were faked? Yet uh, Trump is on tape acknowledging not only the authenticity of the tapes, but also apologizing for what he characterized as barroom talk. Now, I make this point because President Trump seems to think that the truth is just beside the point. Let me kind of roll this out. President Trump has built an aura around his base supporters through which he projects all of the sources of reasonably researched and vetted information that doesn't uh, uh, conform to the worldview he is selling he, he, he projects that as fake news. Trump actually said in response to Trump's authorizing his immigration uh, and customs enforcement agents to act as stormtroopers, arresting people for status violations, kidnapping people's children, uh, clear evidence of Trump laundering money, of bribing women, and of acting as an agent of a foreign country. Trump says, don't believe what you see or read, echoing a line from George Orwell's book, 1984. The media seems caught uh, between telling this, the harsh truth about this wholly dishonorable man and placating the 30 to 35 percent of Americans who want the stuff that Trump says to be true. They utter postulations like, uh, it's hard to know whether Trump's lying and deceit are a sign of a deteriorating mental state or a conniving plan to distract, confuse, and so distrust. What difference does it make, uh, does that postulation make? Uh, if he is a lying deceiver due to mental health issues, then he's unfit to serve. Uh, with so much obvious verified proof of his low character and his contempt for law, how can so many Americans uh, still be supportive of him? When, who are these Republican legislators that, to a man, continue to support him and justify uh, his actions? Uh, people that claim that they were uh, 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 non-supportive of Trump a year and a half ago, uh, like, um, oh, goodness, uh, North Carolina Congress, uh, a congressman uh, or, or senator, uh, are now saying that, uh, well, uh, uh, Trump is going to be able to, 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 to fire uh, Jeff Sessions and hire, you know, uh, 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 an attorney general that that he can support. 
it's this sort of, you know, uh, uh, a duplicitousness that's going on that seems to characterize uh, the dominant uh, behavior amongst the Republican legislators. That so many Americans are willing to see that Trump is uh, only about Trump says something important about those Americans as much as it says about Trump. Folks, Trump is not insane. Trump is not daft. Trump is simply a very despicable human being. His supporters are people willing to accept anything he does as long as he appears to be uh, working towards uh, turning uh, uh, or, or working towards uh, ensuring that the country will be in uh, will be in the firm and total and total control of non-minority people. Most Americans agree that Trump is abusing his power as president. Most Americans agree that Trump is a congenital liar. An article that I just uh, pulled up uh, in uh, the community AARP uh, 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 blog uh, website says that, or the the, the blogger says, uh, and I just like his characterization, I think that Donald knows the difference between what is true and what is not. He just thinks it doesn't matter. He said that out loud and in public. He, he said, even if they hear it, they won't believe it. And even if they believe it, tomorrow they'll forget it. He, he says that Trump has an amoral, cynical view of the world. Uh, he says, well, a psychological state deviating from a norm is often seen as a disease. I think that it is sometimes too loosely applied to excuse behavior that shouldn't be excused. The presumption being that if someone is sick, they wouldn't behave that way. That's simply not so. There are lots of people who are not mentally ill, who consciously lie, deceive, steal, bribe, cheat, and more. But it's not just Trump. Real Clear Politics in their most recent poll shows Trump with a 44 to 45% approval rating, despite all of what we have seen and heard and learned uh, about this man's behavior and his current actions. The job market and the stock market are riding the nearly eight-year uh, wave, uh, six years of which began under President Obama, with the lowest unemployment rate in 30 years and the highest stock prices ever. Corporations who paid less than 6% of American taxes before now are paying about 4% of Americans' tax, uh, 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 taxes, and they're loving life under Trump. So despite the most corrupt and despicable person to sit in the seat of the presidency since, I would say, uh, Warren Harding in the 1920s, as long as it appears that most of the people being hurt by Trump's behavior are non-white people, 44 to 45 percent of Americans are willing to go along with it. The idea that Congress will serve as a check on the presidency only works if the members of Congress place character and faithfulness uh, to, the, uh, uh, to, to the nation's institutions above politics and their own self-interest. This clearly is not the case today. Every single Republican in Congress who has not resigned or promised not to run for re-election has stood behind this immoral man. This is, there is no level of behavior that he appears to be able to engage in that is low enough uh, to make them react. I cannot say whether Democrats would ban this way around a Democratic president. However, history has shown that during uh, Bill Clinton's troubles, 
31 Democrats abandoned their party's president and supported the GOP proposal for an investigation of Clinton without limits on its, its length and scope. All Republicans voted for the resolution offered by their judiciary chairperson, uh, Representative Henry Hyde. And so uh, I want to get us uh, uh, started on this 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 point. Where are the Republicans today who will place honor before self-interest? The record shows that there simply aren't any. That should be the real test of these midterm elections. It's not about impeaching Donald Trump. It's about putting the country back into the hands of honorable people. And, of course, the real news of the day is that uh, Alan Weisselberg, uh, uh, the CFO, uh, chief financial officer of the Trump uh, organization, is now getting immunity in return for uh, testimony that he's going to give to the Mueller investigation. And David Pecker, who's the CEO of the National Enquirer, uh, I hate to call it a newspaper, call it a tabloid. It's, yeah, Trump, Trump says it's a newspaper. He says it's, it's got credibility, right? You know, with their uh, uh, alien heads and, and tales of uh, 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 deli shop, uh, 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 what do you call it, uh, uh, trafficking in, in, in children and so on, or, or pizza parlor sex rings and so on. Uh, so let me get started here with our callers. I think we've got enough to get ourselves going. Let's get uh, Tony first, and we'll get John in Lockport. Tony, how are you doing out there? Well, uh, the Beatles are playing a concert on my ro- in my rose bush today. <laughs> right next to the alien. <laughs> and, and, and they're going to come over in my driveway later this afternoon and play a free concert. So I encourage everyone to come to Clarence to see the Beatles play their concert. There you go. Oh, 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 that's fake news. Fake right. news. <laughs> it's on the third page of the National Enquirer. <laughs> yeah, well... It's true, the Beatles are attacking by Rosebush. <laughs> that should make the National Enquirer, right? There you, there you go. There you go. <laughs> okay. My, uh, I agree totally with your positions there. Lindsey Graham was the man that said... That's what I was trying to say, right. He said, if the President of the United States would replace Jeff Sessions, he would make it a point to not allow any of the uh, his appointees to come before the Judiciary Committee. That's what he said. Mm-hmm. Yesterday he said, well, the President doesn't get along with Jeff Sessions, so he has the right to appoint who he likes. Did you see the difference? Yep. Because that's what you were talking about earlier. Yep. Uh, how they change their tune yep. to fit the occasion. Here's a, I, there's a fellow that calls about environmental concerns, and I'm going to talk a little bit about that right now. Just think of the total damage that this administration is currently doing. Coal emission standards gone. Car emission standards gone. Long-term health care problems, especially for the elderly. Mm-hmm. Just this, just, Just think how much more money this is going to add to the health costs of the nation. Yeah. Because preventative me- medicine uh, versus the cost of care in an aging population. And we now we also have ignored the fact that we had asbestos problems. Mm-hmm. In fact, one thing you probably don't know is that when VA hospital was dedicated around my birthday in 1947, that hospital was full of asbestos. And and that's this products. They've had to close certain uh, 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 sections down mm-hmm. to re- 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 rehabilitate the hospital. Right. There's also the problem with lead paint. We still have that in some parts of our own city of Buffalo, right? 
Right. Paint problems. How about the dry forest up in California and the west? And what about water shortages uh, that we've had problems with? There's a fellow that always talks about the environment. He's absolutely right, and I want to thank him for that. Yeah, that's Jerry, and he'll probably talk again about what's going on with uh, Trump relaxing or abolishing almost the the Clean Air Act. Right. Mm -hmm. These are all unwise. The Clean Power Act, rather. Right. Yeah, but just think of the long-term effect it's going to have on our health. Now, here's something. Betsy Devos, another mm-hmm. brilliant idea this yep. week. Let's, let's take the money for the kids and buy guns. <laughs> she says we should arm all teachers. First of all, the National Education opposes it. Mm-hmm. And th- this is a home, by the way, this is a homeland security function, not education. She's mm-hmm. destroying education in the United States. And also, there's money that was attached to the Every Student Succeeds Act. That's, that, that's the act that replaced the No Child Left Behind Act. And she wants to take that money, which doesn't have any prohibition because they didn't even consider this. There's no prohibition uh, against you using that money uh, to buy guns and train teachers, you know, on how to use guns. So because they can't do it with other resources, they're going to take money that was designed to help prove education outcomes uh, uh, for kids and redirect it into this, you know, Hopalong Cassidy uh, public school program that she wants to, to, to erect. Yeah, one of her supporters was on MSNBC in the, earlier in the week when she announced that, and she, they said that the teachers should undergo training just like the police officers. Mm-hmm. Yep. Why? Yep. Why should these teachers become police officers? Yep. Where's the money coming from? And who's going to be liable if a child gets a hold of one of these guns and start and, shooting? And, and Tony, just, 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 just think it out. The reality is if you were a person who was thinking to be, become a shooter at a school and you now knew that the teachers likely were armed, when you came at that school, the first people you would target would be the teachers. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, you're actually making, right. you're putting a bullseye on the teachers. That's something right. that you should never do. Yeah, and also you put a bullseye on any student that that particular student doesn't like. Mm-hmm. It becomes a bully. Now, we talk about the main function of what a president does. He's supposed to keep our nation safe from our adversaries, correct? That's what the, that's that's what the rules say. Yep. That, that's what, it's, what he When he had the inauguration, he put his right hand up or left hand or both hands, I'm not sure, and asked, you know, decided to keep it. Well, how is he keeping it safe from the Russian hackers? Well, we now found out about more Russian hacking in different places at different times. There is nobody in charge of the homeland in the homeland security for that area of cyber cyber bullying mm-hmm. or cyber hacking. Right. This is this is ridiculous. He's not keeping us safe. He ignores that there's a problem. And I have a big question for everyone to ponder: the facts that we've discovered over the last year and a half. Mm-hmm. Was Trump's election legitimate? Was he really legitimately? Because without the fact that he, the, uh, the Department of Justice did not tell Americans in August of last of 2016 they were investigating the Trump the Trump election uh, organization, and B they didn't uh, they uh, decided 
uh, not to divulge a lot of things about him, and, and all of these things were done about the like covering up. Um, they knew about the cover up uh, with at, the payment. At, right at the same time that they were allowing all of this. Uh, almost illegal uh, uh, disclosure of uh, information about their investigation of Mrs. Clinton and then reopening the investigation to, uh, 11 days before the uh, November election and then not saying that there was nothing for them to actually uh, uh, investigate uh, two days before the election when you had already turned. She was five or six points ahead in the polls when that occurred, and then she dropped it three or four percent behind in the polls after that occurred. So clearly that was manipulation on the part of, and Coney is, Comey is in it. He's not an innocent party. He did yeah, this. Well, of course, of course. But even more so, even more so than that, the, the, they protected Trump and they hurt Clinton. Right. And, and they, the fact of the matter is that they, they knew the Russians were operating. They knew they could possibly manipulate some of the election. And they did nothing. Well, they announced it, but it was too late. Yep. It was too late. I mean, you you can't be this way. You've got to tell tell the public what's going on. Uh, thank you for listening. But that question I ask is: Was Trump's election legitimate? I don't think so. All right. He well, had he had all this help. He had all these people helping him. All the Russians, whatever. He had a lot of help from different parties to get elected. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Tony. Why don't we take our break, and then we'll get uh, John on and give him some time. So if you all stick with us, we will see him inside of the break here at Think Again. Think again. Would you like to increase your home's value? Do you want to lower your energy bills? Are you in need of affordable financing for your next home improvement project? The CAO Home Improvement Resource Program can help. Just come to one of their monthly HIRP orientation sessions every first and third Wednesday of the month at two convenient locations. HIRP staff will help identify the resources you need to get financed and they'll even help you with completing your application. Now, you won't know what you qualify for until you call. 332-3773. That's 332-3773. Learn about all the home improvement programs you may be eligible for and ask about the affordable financing program that can help turn your house into your dream home. Call 332-3773 for more info. It's the Home Improvement Resource Program, restoring value to neighborhoods across Erie County, one house at a time. Brought to you by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. Looking for a place to live or just curious to see all the great living options Buffalo's northern suburbs have to offer? Well, this is for you. The free Buffalo Living Tour returns to the North Towns today, spotlighting six incredible living spaces that you can call home. Here's just a couple that you can tour. Vinecroft Retirement Community, tucked away in a quiet country setting but close to Transit Road with shopping and all the services you need close by. Vinecroft Retirement Community is for seniors over 62 who want to live independently while enjoying extra little perks, including meals throughout the day. The Belvedere, brand new and loaded with amenities. Walk-in showers, in-unit storage, and gourmet kitchens. This resort-type community features a putting green clubhouse, heated pool, and even a pub. To join the Buffalo Living Tour, just download the free brochure at buffalolivingtour.net. No reservations. Free We Care shuttles leave every few minutes starting at 9 from headquarters at the Belvedere, 375 Harris Hill in Lancaster. Or you can drive to each location. The Buffalo Living Tour, today. Presented by Nationwide Insurance, Get Zoning Agency, Creative Storage, and the Buffalo News B. In home all day every day this is buffalo's home for espn radio 50,000 watt espn 1520 
this may become the theme of uh, the, the Trump administration. You know, I, I want to stick this in and see what John's reaction uh, might be. But Trump's his his administration reminds me a lot of what I had uh, come across in my high school studies uh, about Warren Harding. He was a guy who was at least the way that the uh, the history reads. Uh, was of a fairly low intellect. He was not, I shouldn't say, I don't mean he was retarded, but he, he was not a high intellectual type person. He said he was not very interested in the actual running of government. He hired his cronies uh, to be the heads of the various departments of government. He hustled girls. Well, you know, he was a womanized, let me say it that way. Uh, and he rented the, the, uh, the country to the American oligarchs of his time period. I don't know if he had a radio reality show, uh, but his behavior just seems to parallel almost to, to a T uh, the behavior of President Trump. Uh, so I want to get you guys thoughts about it. We got John coming up. Then we'll get Frank on uh, from Niagara Falls. Let's get John in Lockport on real quick and get his thoughts. John, how are you doing out there? Hi, Nathan. Yeah, uh, if you remember, too, uh, Harding was involved with the Teapot Dome. Teapot Dome. That's what I was trying to remember when I was going to say that before. And, right? uh Here's the difference, though, with him. He um, he was just looking out for himself and 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 let let anybody else do what they wanted to do. That's how all these corrupt people under him really undermined his administration. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't see him as as um, exactly the same as Trump. Trump's more aggressive in this thing. I think Harding just sat back, and you know he died in, in office too. Right. He, he, you know Coolidge took over. Anyway, um, the the you know Trump wrote the book Art of the Deal, and mm-hmm. it's really. He's really showing the art of the con because what he's doing is he's he, he, he uh, <laughs> yeah he he had that book ghostwritten by the way <laughs> yeah D- uh, divide and conquer is what he does he like the health care now he, he's he's come up with this new uh, health care uh, uh, insurance where uh, it's going to be really low rate insurance mm-hmm. you can get it and you're going to have big deductibles five six thousand dollars and as long as you're you're willing to take it a chance that you don't get sick. Uh, it's probably a, a good deal for some of these people, as long as you don't get sick, as long as you don't get cancer, as long as you don't get some. Because if you have a pre-existing condition, they have to provide insurance, but it'll be so it, it's so outrageously expensive that people with pre-existing conditions won't be able to afford it. Mm-hmm. So on the one hand, he, he's satisfying uh, uh, one crowd and uh, at the expense of the other. He did the same thing with Medicare. He, 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 he's, he's proposed this deal where right now Medicare pays on three different levels to doctors, the, the, the lowest level to like an office visit, and then the, the, they pay a little more for a, a, a median uh, a procedure, whatever that is. But the highest uh, uh, amount they pay is to specialists and, and more, more uh, uh, complicated procedures. Well, what he's going to do is, 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 is uh, uh, take all three and just have one payment mm-hmm. for, uh, for any, any uh, of those doctors, just one payment. Uh, he's going to average it out. Well, the problem is uh, what's going to happen is the, the guy on top who is getting, let's say, $500 from Medicare for a procedure is only going to get the $300. Mm-hmm. So well, he's not going to, he's not going to, he's not going to take it. If it's not a case that would normally get you that four or $500 visit, the doctor's just not going to take that case at all. You're absolutely like, right. He does the same thing in every other sphere, too, like the coal, where, where uh, he's, he's satisfying people in West Virginia and he's hurting everybody else. He, he sets up the tariffs to help some, but hurt others. 
uh, he, he, he does this deal where, where he is always dividing and conquer. It's divide and conquer, you know. Uh, he's going he's gonna to do things for people that, that are, are with him and uh, hurt other people that aren't. And, and instead of be, uh, being a president of the whole country, you know. Yep. You know, the other thing, too, is, is I, I, was, uh, I just get so angry at these evangelicals, how in the world they can support this guy. He is such a, they are such hypocrites. I don't even, I won't even talk, they're just ridiculous. How, how they could support such an immoral character uh, just to get their uh, Supreme Court justice. It just, mm-hmm. it just, it stinks. They're willing to make that trade-off. They said it out loud. They said, we know that he's an immoral man, that he's a horrible person, but he's for, uh, uh, he's anti-abortion, you know, he's, um, you know, so, so he says, he probably is not anti-abortion when it comes to kids that he, he, he sires. Right, I'm sure he's had several uh, abortions done, you know, from women that he's, uh, uh, you know. Gotten pregnant, right. Yeah, and and um, not just that, but uh, he, these evangelicals, they, they, uh, uh, they, how do you sell your soul down the, down the, you know, for a guy like this, the, the, I, I call him the Antichrist. How do you sell your soul? Make a deal, a, a Faustian deal, where you sell your soul to this guy. And well, it, so it tells you that immoral. these people are not operating on faith. You right. have to have faith. They're that, political. Right. They're if, political. if you They're do not. right, if you do what the text tells you to do in right. the way that the text tells you to do it, that even when it seems like you're hurting yourself by obeying the text, you still got to obey and trust that somehow it's going to work itself, you know, uh, 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 rightly for you and for people. But right. if you start trying to manipulate it, and I'm going to pick and choose what parts of the text I'm going to honor and what parts I'm not, then the whole world starts to fall apart around you. And hey, it's like what that idiot um, uh, session said about he was quoting from the Bible when he was justifying separating families. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, I guess, you, I guess you can justify anything with the Bible, uh, even murder somebody, and it, it can be justified if you look at some text in the Old Testament, you know? Yeah. And I mean, like, like they, they never admit it, but uh, the, the Old Testament is so is just the antithesis of the New Testament. If you if you look at both, study either either one, you'll see that that what they say in the Old Testament is totally the opposite in the New Testament. Right. It just doesn't make any sense. Yep. But they, of course, they have to they have to make the connection. You know. Yep. All right, John. I gotta run. I got three more calls on. I gotta get a, get in before this uh, 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 this 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 uh, segment. Appreciate your call. I'll talk to you next week. Let's get Frank in Niagara Falls, and I think we'll get, uh, is it uh, uh, Jerry, then Kevin? Yep, right. Let's get Frank on from Niagara Falls. Frank, how are you doing out there? I heard rumors Trump had all the clocks removed from the White House. Tick, 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 tick. <laughs> Why are you so got, cruel? <laughs> you know, I, I got back to New York just in time to hear that lunatic Rudy Giuliani declare oh, white-collar crime isn't real crime. He said and, and, He said facts are not facts. I mean, and he said it with bluster. <laughs> yeah, truth isn't truth. And, and that's, the Repu- that's the world Republicans live in. It's, it's a sick, sadist world where they'll tell you tax fraud isn't a crime while choking Eric Gardner to death for selling loose cigarettes. Yeah. yeah, that's a crime. And that's yeah, and that's right. a guy who didn't even have any loose cigarettes on him at the time that they choked him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, coming back to Western New York was quite a shock after spending August with radicals in Boston, Massachusetts, where the uh, real revolution began 242-plus years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, on, on Cape Cod, I stood on First Encounter Beach where the 
pilgrims met the local natives, then destroyed their land and culture, and went on to build a nation that would elect Trump president. So what do you think? Time for another revolution? (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, I decided to never use the Trump name again after today. From now on, I will refer to the Donald as President Individual One. Or as my uh, friend uh, Donnie Two Scoops calls him, Dolt 45. There you go. <laughs> and not only that, but we propo- uh, proposed removing the Trump name off all New York buildings. You know, the Trump World Tower sign will be replaced by a plaque explaining how the doorman reveals uh, individual one got a housemaid pregnant, and then they covered it up. Yeah, call him Executive One. <laughs> Thank you, Nathan. All right, thanks, Frank. I appreciate you, man. Let's grab uh, Jerry at West Seneca first, then we'll get Kevin on. Jerry, how you doing out there? I'm doing good, Nathan. How you doing? I'm doing great. Although I got to tell you, Jerry, I am terribly worried right now because. Uh-huh. When the, the see we don't we think it's the shoe dropping with this uh, Weishman you know getting immunity to testify and for uh, Pecker to get immunity to testify, but that's not the shoe tro- dropping. The shoe is what they testify about. If it turns out to be the kinds of things that there's implications they're going to testify about, I guarantee you Donald Trump is going to start abusing power on a scale that you've never seen before. He's going to yeah. be using the U.S. Marshals to go and arrest people in the uh, Justice Department. He's, it, there's no telling what lengths he's likely to go to when he realized that the gig is, is, is about to be up. This is a very touchy time period that we are about to go into here. Yeah, I know. I know. And it's, it is scary. It is scary. And you were talking about the people that support Trump and um you know, I deal with these people all the time. You were uh, one of the a gentlemen there was talking about the evangelical Christians, and mm-hmm. I'm not religious, okay. But we talked about this before. And my wife and her friends and their church and everything that she goes to, they're um, they're very religious. And I, I, you know, I didn't really want to get involved. In, but my wife kept, you know, she after me, well, come to church, we will come to church. And okay, so one day I went, and even though I don't believe the way they do, I thought, well, this is a pretty large church. I says, I'm going to talk to the people about things that I'm interested in, and maybe I can, not to change their minds about their religious beliefs, but to change their minds about different things like climate change and the environment mm-hmm. and Trump and, and, and the Republicans and how they vote and why they why they vote in it. And, and I spent almost a year talking to these people, and I, and I, I brought up all kinds of questions. I, they probably didn't like me that much, because I didn't really, I wasn't really part of their game, because I didn't believe the way they do. But mm-hmm. I I talked to him anyways, and you know, I got to tell you, Nathan, I gave up. I gave up. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not around these people anymore. I didn't go, I told my wife, I said, I can't do this anymore. I don't believe the way they do. I'm, I, so I quit going to church. I quit being around these people. Just, so it's kind of a hard situation because she, she, she wants, you know, she, she, she's got her mindset and I got my mindset. Uh, uh, excuse me. I'm talking. Um, okay, sorry. No um, but um, but sometimes you know what you have to do. You know, my my wife is very uh, 
if you say re- re- religious, she she's uh, uh, the music director in a church. You know, she is involved with the women's uh, 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 caucuses in the in the church and so on. So she's very you know uh, 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 involved. Uh, and so I, I go to church, and you know a lot of times I hear these pastors and they're talking what we've been talking about here. They keep giving you soft soap, you know, to justify why they stand with uh, with Trump because he says he's going to be this you know hard guy on abortion, you know, and this and that, and they're willing to trade off his behavior for what they think is the greater good. I just try not to get allow myself to get into that kind of conversation with people. Um, people that want to talk to me, you got to hear me talk the way I talk. I'm not going to talk to you around uh, a, a, a logic that's just completely illogical. And But you can't allow yourself to get bent out of shape about it. You just got to you got to be patient with people. You know, I don't know what else to do. You know, you can't yeah, it, t- stop you from being religious, you know. Yeah, it's it, it, it's 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 really something that people that and a lot of these people are you know educated people and but they when it comes to the the critical thinking part the common sense part they they just they, they lack that I mean I, I don't know you know the another gentleman was talking about the Old Testament and New Testament and difference and I this kind of stuff that I talk about to these people I. I mean, if you believe in the Old Testament, you got to believe that God was a. I hate to say this, but God was a mass murderer. I mean, I, I and and they get they get mad at me when I talk. I says why? I says you celebrate the Passover. Why would you celebrate the Passover? I mean, you're celebrating when the, you know God said the death angel is to murder all these innocent children in Egypt. Now, why would you celebrate but, something see, like that? That's, the whole, the that, whole that's just going to drive you crazy, though. You know, if, 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 if you, you don't want to. You don't want to get into the text in that in that context, and we don't have enough time to talk about it in a broader sense. Maybe you and I could talk at another point off the air uh, okay. uh, about that. But you know, <clears throat> that gets into a, 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 a different, you know, sort of existential, metaphysical kind of a context in terms of how you have to understand the text itself. Um, so I'm just going to give you that counsel. You know, that we, we should we should love our. Our, our, our folks and uh, those that aspire to whatever they feel their religious texts are telling them, you know, you should you should work with that. But the one thing you have to be for is honor and you have to have faith and trust in your values. And if you do that, everything else will work itself to your favor. You just have to stick with it. And right, it it'll work itself out. Exactly, but you but you also have to question everything too. Yep. You can't just you can't just read a book and believe everything that's in it. You can't le- listen to your pastor believe everything he's saying or what the church is saying. Yep. You have to look at the, the 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 whole picture, and then you have to question what's really happening and what's real and what isn't real. Yep. And yep. then and when you vote, you got that's where you got to vote. Too. That's where you got to vote, Jerry. I got to run. I got to I got to get two more calls in. I appreciate you, man. I'm, I'm gonna talk to you next week. Let me get Ron on before we get to the break. Is it oh Kevin first? Okay, let me get Kevin. And, and then we'll get to the break, then we'll take Ron, okay? All right, let me get Kevin in Pendleton first. Kevin, how you doing out there? Hey, hey what's up there, uh, Can you hear me, man? I can feel, hear you great. Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, well, there's many reasons why I'm not a Republican. 
<laughs> well, I'm not a Republican. Okay, I'm not going to believe. I, I, you're never yeah, going to make me believe that. Okay, so that, that you, you can stop saying that. You can you can stop saying that. I'm never going to believe you. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm going to I'm going to walk with my voter registration, and you will see. It tells me I cannot vote in a primary. <laughs> okay. Okay. But, uh, right. but you know, can we add something more to what is that? Uh, it really pleased me too. I mean, in a county out there somewhere, uh, how do you feel about a Republican? Party chairperson, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Also being on the board of elections and in, in that little country out here. What, what do you feel about that? Do you feel that's that a conflict of interest? It's a conflict of interest. That's by definition. Yeah. How, how can that? you be the chair of the Republican Party and also be the person that runs the elections? How can oh, you do wait, both? Wait, wait. Oh wait, I need to learn. Guess what? It happens to be Erie County. <laughs> Why didn't you say something about that corruption? Well, I didn't say it was corruption. I'm just saying it's a conflict of interest. Because I I wasn't, I was, Kevin, 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 I wasn't conscious about it. You're just telling me this right now. Okay, I was not conscious about it. See, I'm, I'm not, I'm not into the inter-party stuff that you're into. So you keep, you keep trying to inspire that on me. I keep telling you that I'm a progressive, and you keep trying to write a different script for me. And I don't feel like arguing about it. So you can say whatever you want to say. Uh, but I, I, I don't really know about. It. But I do know that if you're the chair of the Republican Party, you have one set of interest. For you to also be the head of the elections themselves creates a conflict of interest. For example, like we saw in, I forgot what state it was, they just decided the, um, uh, 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 the race uh, 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 yesterday where the, the race was decided by less than a half a percent of a, uh, of, of a vote. You know, yeah. if you're the, the, the chair of the party whose uh-huh. candidate is in the lead and or very close and you also get to determine which votes get counted, that uh-huh. creates at least the appearance of a conflict of interest for can you. Can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question now, Lee? Sure. So, could I quote you on that? Yes. You said it's a conflict of interest? Okay. Yes. Because the chairman of your Democratic Party, I've been speaking about it for years now. And, and under the election, the Republican chairman, this is happening right here in Erie County. Okay. All right? Okay. And now, if I wanted to run against Chris Collins, okay. Mm-hmm. Those guys are exclusive club. When I say those guys, both parties, right? Exclusive club. Because if I want to run for Chris Collins, then you want to run for it. I'm not. Help me understand what you're saying. Chris Collins is a national office holder. So the elections for him. I'm saying that you only need 1,250 signatures. Right. I need 3,500. Yeah, you won't tell me that that behind the scenes that these guys make this their, their exclusive club. For themselves to fight for power, you see what I'm saying? I, I get, I, 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 I get that, but we're getting too far into the, into the no. weeds. I guess the the issue that I'm trying to help you help me understand. I thought what yeah. you were saying was that the head of the Republican Party and uh-huh. the uh, uh, the, the uh, uh, Secretary of State who runs the elections in a, in a state uh-huh. that they are that, that they're of the same party. Is that what you're telling me? It happened here. It happened in other parts of this country. Yes. In other parts of this country, it is happening. Okay. Well, that's not what right? you said before. You said that that yeah, was happening right well, here. I give you, well, firstly, I'm showing you that this is what is happening. You aren't aware of it, but look into it, and let's make that a good topic to talk about next time. But All right. Saying, let me, let me look that up. You, I, I think that's a good point. I think it's a good point. That's something that we should try to get some actual uh, traction on. So, Kevin, stick with me for next week. I will get on that 
for next week. Should we take our last break? Let's take our last break. Then I can get Ron on for a good amount of time. Then I'll get John and Rochester on. Uh, you all stick with us. We will see us at a break. Here at Think Again. Think again. Would you like to increase your home's value? Do you want to lower your energy bills? Are you in need of affordable financing for your next home improvement project? The CAO Home Improvement Resource Program can help. Just come to one of their monthly HIRP orientation sessions every first and third Wednesday of the month at two convenient locations. HIRP staff will help identify the resources you need to get financed, and they'll even help you with completing your application. Now, you won't know what you qualify for until you call. 332-3773. That's 332-3773. Learn about all the home improvement programs you may be eligible for and ask about the affordable financing program that can help turn your house into your dream home. Call 332-3773 for more info. It's the Home Improvement Resource Program, restoring value to neighborhoods across Erie County, one house at a time. Brought to you by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. Tune in to KB 1520 every Sunday morning at 10 to hear Western New York at Work. Host Dale Martin and his co-host Lauren Lewis talk to the exciting leaders of the local business and sports world. Western New York at Work is dedicated to sports, jobs, economic development, and the people who make it happen. That's Western New York at Work, Sundays at 10 on KB 1520. Brought to you in part by Liberty Cab, Martin and Associates, Lotempio PC Law Group, Bocce's Pizza Club, Staff Buffalo, Accessium Group, Inc., and a host of other businesses with a shared vision. This little pig on Transit Road near Maine is our deal of the day. $40 gift card for just 20 bucks. Good for all the specials at This Little Pig. Meatballs, pork and pierogi, homemade bread, scratch-made desserts, and cocktails. It's the deal of the day for My Buffalo Perks. Details at MyBuffaloPerks.com. I'm going to get my perks. My perks. At MyBuffaloPerks.com. All day, every day. This is Buffalo's home for ESPN Radio, 50,000 Watt, ESPN 1520. I just want to get it over with. Tears form behind my eyes, but I do not cry. Counting the days that pass me by. We've been trumping this goodbye, this goodbye theme and whatnot, but it just feels really dicey right now. Let me get Ron on from Cheetawag and get his thoughts. Ron, I decided to hold you so long. We had a lot on on the plate this morning. How you doing? All right. Why do I always get the impression that when Kevin calls in, he's like, you remember John Cameron Swayze? Yep. He goes. He, John Cameron <coughs> Swayze was famous for getting people at street-side interviews and asking them questions and make them look stupid. Why do mm-hmm. we always get the impression that that's what he's doing to you? That's what he's trying to that's do. That's what he's trying to do, anyway. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, uh, okay. The, the, the thing that, that comes on with, uh, with this whole, it's been through this before, but it seems more and more evident now, this uh, uh, 
wiener computer business, the more stuff that's been coming out about that. You know, they had that computer. He, he was under investigation, Wiener, mm-hmm. for, from 2011, okay? They had his computer now in 2015. The uh, Hillary Clinton email scandal, if you want to call it that, whatever, investigation, mm-hmm. began toward the end of 2015. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had that computer from just before that time period. Now, they try to make people believe that they suddenly discover on the 7th of October that these extra emails, and now remember, this is after the July investigation that ran right. from March to July has been closed. Yep. And uh, they, they're trying to, they expect us to believe that they didn't realize that the guy who husband, who had been the former husband of uh, 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 oh, what's her name again? Aberdeen. Uma Aberdeen, Uma Aberdeen yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, it had been a former husband of, of her that there might not be some correspondence on it, and they missed it. was an old and, and, Ron, they took Uma Aberdeen's uh, computer. Right. Why would they not take her, her husband's computer if they know that she's back well, and forth? You know? I know. And they had it, but they say they didn't check it. And, right. You know, that's what I, if this investigation, everybody seems to be turning state's evidence here. I wonder if somebody, I'd love to see an investigation of that uh, Southeast uh, uh, FBI, the New York City and mm-hmm. Manhattan FBI, mm-hmm. to uh, see what they knew, when they knew it, why they sat on it. And, and, you know, it seemed to me, did they work with this? The big suspicions falling upon Giuliani, that he was the one that orchestrated it, the whole thing. He was an ardent Trump supporter. Yep. He was involved in the campaign. And how much was he involved in, in suppressing that until the last minute to try and affect the election? It was probably just before he lost his mind and, for, and forgot what truth and, and, and honor was and then re- resurrected himself as the, uh, the new lawyer consultant. Well, <laughs> consultant well, for Donald he's Trump. The, he's the guy that remember America's mayor after 9 11 right. and all that kind of right. stuff. How, how right. low the mighty have fallen or right. whatever, if you want to call right. it that. Right. But, yeah, and, and the, the points that Frank was making about religion, I've made, I beat this like a drum, but. You can't talk. You know, there's 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 simply no evidence for any of those major claims in the Bible. The, the Exodus from Egypt. There's no archaeological evidence for that. The, the the history is all wrong in the Old Testament. Those messianic prophecies that were taken uh, in the uh, that are taken to be messianic prophecies in the New Testament were not about the suffering servant. Was the nation of Israel? It's clear from the text, from the people who understand. It did not predict. The, the suffering servant, the crucifixion and resurrection of Christ. There's very little to verify what goes into the, what, what was in the canonical Gospels outside the canonical Gospels. I mean, uh, I could go on and on. But, and the problem with this, as I said many times, is if it just was in this country, like religion was a private matter, and people went to their church and they and they, you know, believed that stuff on a Sunday, and it gave them some type of roots or grounding, moral grounding. But no, people are now, that's being now pushed into the mainstream of, of thought, of, of what can only be described as anti-rational, anti-intellectual right. thought. It's this become idea, a political context now. Yeah, you you think idea, in that context, right. This idea of alternative facts and, 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 and that. And the, one of this most disgusting, I'll leave you with this, Joel Olstein, one of these new evangelical types, he's actually been saying that the Holocaust and Hitler was an agent of God mm. who was hunting yep. Jews so yep. that they could, uh, uh, the remnant would go back to Israel. What a sick and perverse yep. idea. Yep. I mean, this is, so this loving God 
used Hitler to slaughter all those Jews? Is that, I mean, he couldn't figure out a better way to do that. I mean, that, here's this perfect God that you claim you believe in. But this is some of the sickness that comes out of this, this, this wrong, this anti-intellectual, anti-rational thinking. Mm-hmm. And so the reality is that you can't just uh, allow yourself. I always tell people this. Always read your Bible to yourself. You can listen to people telling you what's in the Bible, or they can speak it to you during the course of your your church services. But you should read your Bible to yourself. And everything that you don't seem to to, to grasp, go get a concordance and help yourself do the translations of the text yourself. Often you find that what's being said to you and what actually was said are two different things. But I always govern myself by the values that I believe in. If you're telling me something that just fundamentally contradicts my values, I'm going to go with my values other than, rather than going with what you're telling me because I think that my values help us to produce a just society. My values are based on the idea that we deserve a just society for all of us to be able to live in. Well, when I was growing up, even the Catholic Church seemed to be, it was going through Vatican II, and that seemed to be a little bit more of a, uh, of a covenantial or of a value oriented church. Mm-hmm. Now it seems everybody's, as is part of this whole anti-intellectual movement, it's a creedal uh, a belief. In other words, it's not uh, how you behave, it's what you believe that's more important. Mm-hmm. You can go out and rape your neighbor and, and beat him and steal stuff, but if you repent of it, I guess, every five minutes, then you're still in good standing with God. Rather than preaching how to help your fellow man, how to build a better world now, that's all kind of passe, that's kind of 60s hippie liberalism or something. Mm. And now it's what you believe and who you hate and who you judge, because we're in the end times. And that's, there's where this is the really, really has, has kind of dovetailed with the politics. So it doesn't matter. You can be a no-good SOB, but if you believe the right things, then somehow you're okay. Well, it'd be good for us to get, you know, a pastor or a deacon or somebody from a church who can talk to us about that that context and, and, and why they allow themselves to be herded into this sort of Trump you know, uh, I'll sell you what you want. You let me do what I want, you know, kind of a kind of mentality. But, Ron, I got to run. I got to get a couple on uh, in this hour. Uh, I get John on in Rochester first. Let me get John, then we'll get Donnie on. John, how you doing? out? Yep. How you doing out there? Good, Nathan. I'm doing great. Doing All great. right. Come on now. You know, Tyrod was kind of slow. Uh, yeah, earlier yeah, this I, week. I didn't see the game. I heard uh, he got hurt, but he came back in. Yeah, I mean, he played okay, but, you know, he does what he always does. He gives you one good drive, gets you a score, then he tries to milk that one score for the rest of the game. That's that's not the way this thing's supposed to work. You're supposed well, to get a lot of scores. I'm still, I'm still pulling for him. I wish I would have saw the game the other <laughs> night. But, you know, Nathan, you mentioned that you're, you're, you're worried. You should, you should be worried. Uh, the Obama administration. How was Obama? What's Obama out. got to do with it? Well, because this is the crux of this whole Russian collusion thing. The, what does Obama uh, have to do with the Russians colluding to? Obama's Justice Department, FBI, the intelligence agencies. It's unbelievable. You got two people right now under criminal investigation. Uh, Bruce Orr out of the Justice Department, Obama's Justice Department, McCabe out of the FBI. Uh, they're under criminal investigation, and there are others right now that uh, Sessions is looking into. They're, they're not huge. under criminal. They're not under criminal investigation. They may be under a they investigation of your. They're under investigation by your Devin no, Nunes no, no. Congress. McCabe, McCabe is 
under criminal investigation, and Bruce Orr is also. Uh, others are okay, under okay. other what, what, where are you get Where are you getting that from? Because Bruce Orr... The Wall Street Journal. The Wall Street uh, Journal. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go see whether they're under the... Go with your point, but I'm going to... Well, my point is this. This is going to this is going to blow the lid off the Obama administration's <laughs> appointments in these intelligence agencies. Cla- James Clapper lied to Congress. Uh, uh, Brennan, John Brennan, who uh-huh. voted for American Communists in 1980, uh, supports the Muslim. So, so, so all, all, of, all, all of this, right all this, of this has, Columbia. all of this has something to do with Michael Cohen paying $150,000 to a woman to keep her quiet to do us a, a non-disclosure well, agreement. Hold on, let me, let me finish. Let me let me finish. Let me finish my point. Let me finish my point. The, 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 that that he paid that, then he went to uh, a, a, a Weisselberger and or Eiselberger, whatever his name is, uh, the Trump Organization CFO, and said, I, I, "I want you to pay me." And Eiselberger paid him four hundred twenty thousand dollars for the hundred fifty thousand dollars he said he spent for something that have anything to do with the Trump Organization in the first place. How does any of that have anything to do with Obama? Those are money laundering and bribery crimes that are rooted in Donald Trump that have nothing to do with the Obama administration. Why are you raising those issues that don't even sound like they mean anything when you've got something that you have absolute textual confirmation for right now? Well, they don't have anything to do with Russian collusion. That's my whole point. But that's not the, the, but, but, the but Russian collusion, the, the n- n- number Russian one, Russian collusion is not the whole deal. The, Russian, the deal is you have a corrupt man as the right now. You have a criminal corrupt man as the president of the United Obama States. Appointees. There are criminal investigations <laughs> against key Obama appointees okay. and more to come. Right. I'm telling you right okay. now. So all of what you're saying, all of what you're saying, John, that that just overrides all of what's going on that we've discovered about Donald Trump. That sets all of that stuff aside. If it's not if it's not collusion then it if, if it's not collusion then it if it's not collusion then it doesn't so if it, if it's if it's not collusion then you can't okay, we can't both talk at the same time. Okay. If it's not collusion, you're asserting that if what you're talking about is not collusion, that you can't talk about it at all. What I'm saying is if I rob a bank but it didn't help me collude with the Russians, but I did rob the bank. You can't come back and tell me I'm going to ignore the fact that I you're going to ignore the fact that I robbed the bank because it didn't have anything to do with collusion. That's all I'm trying to say to you. This was the biggest uh, this is going to be the biggest collusion criminal story in American history. Is Obama's appointees uh, <laughs> of the CIA, the FBI, the Justice Department. I'm I'm telling you right now, two two officials okay. are under criminal investigation. All right, John, I, I I see you've internalized your, your your talking points for this week, so we're just gonna let you, have to let you say you sound like the National Enquirer, <laughs> to be honest with you. Let me get Donnie on first, then we'll get Mark on before we get done with this hour. Donnie, how you doing out there in Middleport? Yeah, good there. I have a um, problem here with uh, Trump. He he got this tariff war going, and right. For years, they've been, they, for years they've been disparaging uh, uh, public television, right? And, and it was starting by a Republican in the 50s. And yet, I saw the news, uh, um, their news the other day that because of Trump, the Chinese are more internalizing their pro, uh, production and, and self-sufficiency of than course. ever before. Of course, and, of course. Yeah. I mean, how can you not 
but know that the, what the Chinese would do if you start putting up barriers that allow them to be able to import products from the United States, that they wouldn't yeah. say, well, okay, let me figure out how to make this stuff myself and I'll just make it myself. Of course. Yeah. I mean, there are consequences to decisions. I don't grasp that. You are so right, Donnie. I mean, you got your thumb on it. Doing these manipulative, you know, tariff kind of things may make somebody feel good in Pennsylvania because some something that they that they do uh, becomes more lucrative, but it becomes less lucrative for everybody else in the country. Sooner or later, this stuff is going to catch up. He's the one who's uh, Trump is the one who's picking winners and losers. Losers. The same things that John would say Democrats had been uh, have been doing. That is exactly what the Trump administration is doing day in and day out. I have a question. Uh, another part of that. Quick, um, if somebody put a two hundred, two hundred twenty billion dollar uh, tax tariff on you, if, if you if you can afford that, that's a lot of credit. They can loan to other nations. They can use it as a leverage. They can buy out nations. They can set up new trade packs and everything else, and they will totally cut America out. And he figures it's a joke. I don't understand that. I don't get it. Yeah. Well, you you got your, your your thumb on it. That is exactly what the uh, the paradox is of uh, the policy of, of the Trump administration. I want to get Mark on before we get done with this hour. Uh, let me get Mark real quick, and I think we have somebody else trying to get into. So let me get this quick. Mark, how are you doing out there? Hey, 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 Nathan. Yes. Hey, uh, hey, John. Projection. Look it up. <laughs> I mean, that's what he's doing, right? He's taking what they're. What, what what Trump's administration is doing, and, these, try, and trying to blame Obama, right? And like Obama made him a made Trump a criminal, right? Yeah, and and you know, you know, <laughs> felons of a feather fly together. Yeah, all of it. And you know, you know the thing you were talking about the church. The problem with the church is they made money their god. I mean, I, I, I try not to characterize things like that, but but what I am concerned That's about. Absolutely correct. Right. What I am concerned about. Right. What I am concerned about is is that we have people who have sort of put on the cloak of the church, and they're using it as a way for them to be able to gain political power, and they're doing things that are hurting huge numbers of American people in the name of what they call evangelism. But, but but don't these mega church preach the gospel of money? <laughs> that's that's I wouldn't say that they would say that, but that's what you, they do though. You can look at it, right? You see these great big twenty thousand you know person churches and whatnot, and you saw what happened with Jim Baker and uh, uh, yeah. I forgot. But what about the latest guy? You yep. must give me all this money because I need a new jet. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 a rough story that's well, going on. Here. The world is getting uglier and uglier uh, by the time by, by the moment. All right, but baby. stay tuned. Thanks, Mark. All right, folks, we got a lot that's going to be on the plate here. I'm real concerned about where we're going, but all we can do is stay in tune and stay in touch. We'll do that every week on this program. We look forward to talking to you all next week here at Think Again. Think again. been listening to Think Again with L. Nathan Hare, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. Be sure to tune in again next week at this same time for more Think Again.